Hey guys, I'm Gabby DePaula along with Drew Jones. And this is week one of the Queens of the North podcast. Almost messed that up again. <laughs> week one, here we are. Drew, where are some hot topics that we need to cover today? Well, let's just run down the list here. I mean, Steelers named a new starting QB in Mitch Trubisky. Um, so Kenny Pickett sliding in the second string spot there and Mason Rudolph, we all knew. This is going to happen. He's in the third spot. And then, as you know, as a Ravens fan, um, Lamar Jackson's contract. And you want to drop the news for everybody that wasn't aware of what happened. Yeah, so on Wednesday, uh, Lamar kind of alluded to that the week wasn't over. Week one starts. Week one technically started on Thursday. But Lamar mentioned that, you know, there were still contract talks coming and they were still communicating. But they dropped the Ravens dropped news today. Uh, a statement from Eric DaCosta said, despite best efforts on both sides, we are unable to reach a contract extension with Lamar Jackson. We will continue to work towards a long-term contract after the season. But for now, we are looking forward to a, a successful 2022 campaign. Can you imagine Lamar possibly being MVP again? I know you're probably not on that band, bandwagon, but then maybe a Super Bowl champion and then the Ravens having to pay Lamar Jackson. Hmm. You know, I'm a big fan of his. I'm not going to lie. I think the Steelers should have drafted him, you know, when they had the chance. But, hey, you know, he fell to the Ravens. That's Mm -hmm. fine. I'm a fan of his just because I think he's a talented athlete. I think anybody in sports, me personally, like if you're an actual fan of the sport, you can appreciate when an athlete is a talented athlete. Like people that like hate on LeBron James. I'm like, you're just dumb. Like (laughs) you're telling me LeBron James is not a good athlete. You're an idiot. So it's kind of same in the same vein for me with Lamar Jackson. Also, I don't know if you saw Shohei Atani was wearing his Jersey to the, his game. Oh, I did. I tweeted it out. Oh, I love that. The 2021 MLB MVP is the 20 is a fan of the 2019 NFL MVP. Real recognize real. Real yeah. recognize real. But I hate the rest of your team. It's fine. <laughs> and around the division, we've got uh, Bengals just coming off of a Super Bowl. And obviously Browns have all of the stuff that they're going through over there. So they're mm-hmm. trying to figure out their quarterback situation. Yep. Um, since Deshaun Watson will be out for 11 games. So that's what we got going on our hot topics for today. Those are our hot topics. Okay. So starting with Mitch Trubisky, he is the week one starter. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this, Drew. I'm sure you are. The Steelers play three games in 11 days. Week mm-hmm. one through three ends in about 11, in a week and a half technically for them. Yeah, that we're going to be tired. <laughs> That's for sure. I mean, I would honestly wouldn't even be surprised, mm-hmm. you know, if you see a lot more second team reps just to get players a little bit more rest. But, you know, Trubisky getting the getting the nod. I kind of expected this um, for everybody listening. I am on the Kenny Pickett train hardcore. I've been campaigning for this dude ever since he took Pitt to the ACC championship. So I'm all about this guy, but I understand he's a rookie. He's coming into the league. You don't want to throw him in to an AFC North rivalry game in his first game. So give the guy who has a little bit more experience has actually been on, on the field before in the NFL. Um, so given Mitch Trubisky an opportunity, 
seems like the right idea. I kind of compare it to like the Tyrod Taylor, Justin Herbert situation. They gave Tyrod mm-hmm. Taylor the start, you know, once he got hurt, they, you know, handed it off to Justin Herbert basically after that. I don't think here that they'd wait for Trubisky to have an injury or anything of, of that nature. We obviously don't wish injuries upon people, but no. as far as um, team chemistry and, you know, who the team thinks is, kind of like the better guy. I mean, they did name Mitch a captain, but at the same time, I think Kenny might be the guy come like middle to later of the season. Well, Kenny is the future, but again, like they're playing three games in 11 days. They're all AFC teams, by the way. And they're all decent. Like the first week it, sorry, I'm messing. First week is the Bengals. Second week is the Patriots. And then they play the Browns. So two AFC North games, one AFC game. I think the Patriots are going to go pretty far this year. So why would you put in your rookie quarterback under a shaky offensive line? Again, it's, they have short weeks, short practices coming up. It's almost unfair, right? I mean, absolutely. They have, you know, but yeah, you guys have a difficult schedule. Ravens don't really have that tough of a schedule this year. They are technically one of the easier schedules, but um, yeah. Why would you put in your rookie quarterback? going into you know week one against an AFC North team a team that just went to the Super Bowl trying to go to the Super Bowl again Patriots Patriots have a great defense why would you do that and then the Browns so a difficult you uh, start against one, Browns two, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, maybe you know maybe he can yeah that'll be the end of the you know the trial period of Mitch Trubisky so maybe one nice thing, though, about the Steelers' schedule this season is they actually are traveling the least of any team in the league. So yeah. that's kind of nice is they won't have to deal with, oh, we're going to the West Coast and having changed time zones. Plus, it's a short week, this, that, and the third. So they're going to be kind of sitting within, um, honestly, pretty much the same time zone and um, being, like, really close to home. So you can just fly on back right after and, and get to sleep in your own bed that night. So um yeah, it'll be tough, but I think it's manageable because of the travel. Yeah, it was the same thing with the Ravens. They're really not going far this year. The farthest they went was Arizona in week two of the preseason. So what does that tell you? Yeah, they're staying on the East Coast. Easier schedule. I'll take it because the Ravens had had tough schedules past couple of years. Really, they, they've ended the season on like six solid games that were just up in the air. No one knew, you know, 50-50 shot who would win because they were just tough teams. Um on both sides. So I'm actually really happy about this. It's almost like a a storybook for Lamar Jackson, right? It's like these pieces are starting to kind of come together. Deshaun Watson has this guaranteed contract. Uh, Russell Wilson had a guaranteed contract. You know, Kyler Murray just got a a nice paycheck as well, which I I think was a little underdeserved, whatever. (laughs) Um, That's for another day. And then you have Lamar Jackson, who's just like, can't come to terms with the Ravens. He's going to play this year with the $23 million salary. Maybe they franchise him next year. Maybe he gets the MVP and maybe goes to the Super Bowl and wins. And then he goes, all right, pay me now. I think this is a little bit of a pipe dream there. Maybe he wins MVP. Maybe he goes to the Super Bowl. You really think that's, I mean, hey, I'm a fan of Lamar Jackson, but come on now. (laughs) No, you're right. You're right. You're right. That might be too much. After watching Thursday night's game, Josh Allen, look. I was hoping you'd talk a little trash with me there. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, no, I'm a realist though at the same time, right? Like MVP and Super Bowl, maybe a Super Bowl MVP. We'll go with that. We know that's not going to happen for the Steelers this year. You know, (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, I am a 
am also actually I'm more of an optimist than a realist. Um, I think anytime we start a season, we have a shot at the Super Bowl. You are very positive. You're a Pittsburgh positive person over there. I am. See, I'm also an Oakland A's fan. And so I know that oh, yeah. they're not going to make the playoffs. So like the Steelers actually give me genuine hope every season. So hey, we, I don't think we'll yeah. make the Super Bowl, but I would be very, very happy as a fan if we made it to the second round or even the AFC championship this year, especially with like a lot of, you know, obviously on offense, the situations we've been dealing with. So AFC is very tough this year. The NFC just kind of seems like a blur, right? Like, you know, I, I'm sure you have like talking to other people. I'm thinking who else are we going to pick to go to the NFC championship and who's going to be the NFC team in the Super Bowl because the there's not again. many teams <laughs> that you can that really stick out maybe Tom Brady and the Buccaneers but we know there's a little drama there right now the Rams but how many teams have gone to the Super Bowl twice um consecutively the Steelers sure. <laughs> sure but how long ago was that yeah, I've been like 30 years ago or something. Yeah, actually, but like, can you believe not- it's actually like 50 years ago now? Anyway, continue. What I'm <laughs> saying, it's it's very rare, right? So it's not, it's, I don't see the Rams really going back again, especially after watching them last night or on Thursday night. Not, not, there's not one NFC team that really stands out. Maybe the Packers, but we know they choke in the playoffs, so. Well, what's crazy is a lot of the really talented players, I wouldn't say a lot, but there's a, a sprinkle of talented players that were in the NFC that made the jump to AFC, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson being one of them. Now he's mm-hmm. the QB for the Broncos. So, I mean, he's extremely talented and he's a natural leader. So, I mean, that might make the Broncos better. Mm-hmm. Um you look at Devontae Adams making the jump from the Packers to the Raiders. So the Raiders certainly improved this off season. So you're right. Like the AFC in general is just much more in our, well, I think, and, and I'm glad that you agree that the AFC is just much more competitive. Oh yeah. Than the NFC overall. My cousin's a commander commanders fan. And he's just, he thinks the opposite. He thinks the NFC just reigns over the AFC. And I'm trying to think who, what, who's like your number one quarterback in the NFC right now. He's already uh, confused. He or she, I don't know. Maybe, they, they're confused. <laughs> so confused. Tom, you got Tom Brady in there, but Tom Brady is a commander's drama. fan. They likely are the worst team in the league. Like it's just a, from good the chance they get the number one pick next year good chance yeah good chance to get the number one pick next year or this year also they should have just kept like I kind of liked Washington football team like I know I'm, it was I'm with long you. to say but like yeah I like that over commanders I mean oh yeah on. yeah no I yeah I'm you know I'm just tired of everyone just circling Washington and trying to figure out their drama because they're just nothing's going to change until they fire you know their GM so and that's when hopefully get their president out of there. I mean, yeah, kind of did something similar. Um, well, the NBA actually like can remove owners. They'll be like, you have to sell the team. And that happened yeah. with the Clippers. So I think that would be, nice. I think the, yeah. the organization yeah. wouldn't improve until they force yep. Dan Snyder out of there. So Dan Snyder needs to get the boot. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, Bengals coming off of a Super Bowl. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm also a fan of Joe Burrow. Love him. <laughs> All about the get the gap. You might not yes. like him on Sunday, but today you like him. Oh, I hope we sack him like five times. I mean, this is going to be, I hope Most TJ. Most quarterback last year. Yeah, they revamped their offensive line a little bit. So who knows? You guys are a little, TJ Watt is uh, out, isn't he? 
Is he? I'm, oh, because he like got injured there in the last preseason game. Yeah. I didn't know he was listed out. That's I'm, no, I'm not sure, but I'm just kind of making the, they all put it out. They won't put it. Uh, they'll put it out probably about mm, a little later today. Right. We're recording this on early Friday, early Friday for Drew mid afternoon. Yeah. For Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I remember when he like kind of was limping off the field, um, coach Tomlin did say after the game that it wasn't something that he was extremely concerned about. I'm pretty sure Deontay is not playing um, because he hurt his shoulder. So yeah. Saw that, um, that Deontay wasn't playing and he's a, I mean, I like Deontay. He's a good, you know, he's a good athlete. He can make some good plays. I think where he can improve overall is he has too many drop passes and yeah, he's, he's steadily improved that. Like, I think last year he maybe not, he probably didn't have as many as the year before, but yeah, like when he does drop the passes, it's in a really crucial part of the game. So, mm-hmm. um, I think if he can improve on that, then he's like, you know, yeah, great wide receiver. Right. Yeah. I think, I think he's good enough for right now for what the Steelers have right now. You know, they're, they're, I don't like to use a re- rebuilding is like, the Jaguars right now they're rebuilding they've been right. rebuilding for years commanders I guess you could say rebuilding it's more like all right we have to play because that's what we do and we're just gonna put whoever is on our team right now out there we'll see how it goes you know I, I don't know really what category you put them in the Steelers aren't rebuilding they're restructuring they're trying to figure out what works what doesn't work you know Kenny Pickett we'll, we'll see him sometime this year obviously um, we'll see a couple of maybe rookie offensive linemen or maybe something that just works, um, for them in that front. Um, and then a couple wide receivers that are really trying to make a name for themselves, because like you said, Deontay Johnson had a, several drop passes, a couple in the end zone that I remember last year that were really crucial again, trying to make a name for himself. And hopefully, you know, you'll probably want to stay with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have a good organization. I like Mike Tomlin. Why not? I get, again, I'm a realist. So mm-hmm. There's I'm a big no, fan of Tomlin. Yeah, agree, I'm a big agree. I'm a Tomlin. Cut, cut fan. your eyelids off. Don't blink. If you're a blinker, cut your eyelids off. Shut up. <laughs> he uh I follow Brooke Fryer on she she's the ESPN Steelers reporter and Tomlin has Tomlinisms. I think mm-hmm. that's what they call him, right? He's got some nice quotes that are really, really funny. We'll have to bring that up next time. Well, it's funny because like a lot of them that he says I haven't heard before, but like like sayings and like phrases like that is like like kind of like a bigger part of black culture. Like my mom says, you know, like the, like only a dog likes bones, you know what I mean? Like yeah. stuff like that. Like what doesn't come out on the wash comes out on the rinse. Like um, right. a lot of like different phrases that like, I mean, obviously as American culture, like, you know, has picked up on, but Tomlin like just says some stuff that I've like, I've never heard that. And it's fantastic. <laughs> we'll have to bring them up next time. I love Tomlinisms. They're, they're pretty funny. They're great. Right. Like we want, we like volunteers, not hostages. Like <laughs> he just like says, and he says them during the press conference and every, it's just, he's fantastic. And, and he's a player's coach. I, I love him. He is I, a know, player's coach. And I'm a fan of Harbaugh too. His relationship with, with Lamar. That's great. I'm, mm. I'm very much a big fan. Everybody else. Eh, but you know, yeah, I know. I mean, there's not a lot of coaches that have been with teams for as long as Tomlin as long as hardball mm-hmm. again, I'm a realist. I give credit where credit's due. Obviously Steelers, nothing yellow comes in this house at all. Not even P just kidding. Nope. <laughs> you pee purple? Clear. It's clear. It's, it's clear or purple. There you go. <laughs> not yellow. <laughs> it's not yellow. Um, but yeah, 
yeah, we're going into week one. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Like, honestly, the preseason was great. It was like, just like, just the taste I needed, but I'm, I'm really, really, really juiced. So what do you yeah. think the um, Ravens, how do you think their season's going to go? Your, do you have yeah. schedule predictions? What do you think? I think they're going to have a big win on Sunday. They play the jets. Um, you know, everyone's kind of high against on this- Flacco <laughs> against Joe Flacco. Yeah. I think it would have been a little more dramatic if Joe Flacco came to M&T bank stadium mm. to play, but they're going to New York for that game. And, uh, you know, I like the press conferences between both teams this week because both players were like, there's no hard feelings. Like Lamar was very um, adamant about, Joe Flacco helped him, but like no one really pointed that out. I remember I covered both of them when they made the transition, um, like, you know, was with the team and everything. And it seemed like there was some tension there, but I mean, I, everyone was surprised that they drafted a quarterback at the time. Oh, not, I don't want to say everyone, but I think we'll say Flacco was surprised. He called Harbaugh and was like, Hey, am I still, you know, am I still number one QB? Harbaugh said yes during that draft. So, um, there was a lot of tension that year, that 2018 year, but you know, a couple years have passed. Guys have grown up. Uh, Joe Flacco is now with the jets. He's starting. I think, you know, they both were just very, um, very happy with each other where their situations were. So, or are now. So, you know, Joe Flacco has several kids. He's just got a paycheck. He's got like five mm-hmm. kids. So he just wants a paycheck. I think at this point, um, obviously at the time, different oh, yeah. story, but it's um, helpful to have somebody with experience while Zach Wilson's out. And even though it was just a meniscus and it's been repaired, I mean, you know, in reality, you don't know how long he's going to be out. See, that's so. what like makes me so angry. Everyone knew the Flacco was going to play and they're like, well, Zach Wilson could play. I'm like, could picks fly? They could, are they going to probably not, you know, yeah. it's like, could the world end tomorrow? It could, is it going to probably not, Yeah, you know? And then all of a sudden we get the Flacco official news. Like, yeah, we all knew this. Like, stop playing the game. We all knew this. We, mm-hmm. we knew this. Like, It's just to give people something to talk about. Yeah, well, <laughs> they, they did. And we're all talking about it now. But that will be a good game to watch. I'm excited for the Ravens-Jets game. I think they'll win 34-10. to 10. Um, I just don't think the Jets will be there this year again. Um, you know, everyone thinks that they, this could be a definitely a turning uh, – going or they'll be a better team this year, but – we'll see yeah they I feel like they still have like some Mm -hmm. kinks to unravel over there you know obviously like their coach in in their second year you know at the Jets and stuff I think yeah but I think it's one of those things they'll they'll steadily improve over the season but again I'm I'm of the mindset too that they still stink so yeah Yeah. um Jets are gonna Jets Browns are gonna Brown yeah you know there's Lions as much as I love Dan Campbell and I've been loving hard knocks again, love Dan, Dan Campbell. He's so love good. I hope Dan that they Campbell. play well just so he can keep his job because he's funny. He is I so funny, him. but yeah. the organization is just like the Browns, just not set up to succeed. You know it's what I mean? Not. Like some owners do not put their teams in, they don't have a winning mentality. That's what it is. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I was kind of alluding to earlier is like, you know, with the Steelers, it's like the Roonies, they want to win a Super Bowl mm-hmm. every year. You yeah. have that winning mentality when you walk in the door. So, and there's just some teams that are like, oh, well, like our goal here, everybody says you want to win a Super Bowl, but really like multiple organizations are just yeah. like, oh, we just want to make the playoffs this year. Well, the Ravens, the they're where they practice, it's called the castle, which I'm not sure if you're aware, 
um, where they're like headquarters at. Uh, it's called One Winning Drive. Love it. That's their address. I know. So uh, winning mentality, absolutely. Not a lot of teams have that. Commanders sh- certainly don't. Like we said yeah, earlier. That's another one. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Detroit doesn't. I was going to say Jacksonville, but they're, they're trying. I don't want to say they they don't have a winning mentality. They're just kind of stuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, now with like an actual like coach that isn't going to be not on the team playing and like off at bars with like young girls. I think, you know, they have somebody that's professional. <laughs> we all saw that as a dumpster fire there. Yeah, that was, that was nuts. And, you know, they, they had the number one pick last year and this year. So you got, you know, pretty decent QB. Um, you got a really good defensive player and Trayvon Walker. So, I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're making some moves. I agree. They are. Let's kick off the season. I'm, I'm juiced. It's going to be fun. And then we'll come back next week and see how our teams did. I know how my team's going to do. We don't know how your team. Well, I know how your team's going to do. You guys are going to lose. I have you guys losing. You know, you're going to lose Joe Burrow. Come on. So he's going to get back like five times. <laughs> we'll crack in that voice, Drew. So. Like so. <laughs> hey, I go into every game thinking we're going to win. When we played the Chiefs in the first round of playoffs last year, I was like, we could win this game. Was I disillusioned? Probably, but we go win. It's going to be fine. It's, it's, hey, we, off of Boz's toe, if it comes down to that, Boz going to make that field goal. It could be 60 yards. We're going to be fine. 60? Uh, you're thinking about Tucker. You're wrong kicker, I think um boss has made some really long field goals it's the short ones i guess <laughs> <laughs> come on man all right well i'm gabby DePaula. i'm drew jones <laughs> and this is the queens of the north podcast we'll see you next week peace